This week, the number one show on Netflix was We Have a Ghost. Hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this? I don't know, Dave, but let's figure it out. (laughs) So, welcome to the podcast, Why Are People Watching This? Where we watch the number one show on Netflix, no matter what it is. Yep. And then ask and answer the question, why are people watching this? Mm -hmm. Today, it's just Dave and I in the studio, apparently. Yep. Because we had verbally set a time to record at a different time than a normal time, and Ashley... Um, didn't get the message, and we were confused as well. Everyone was confused. So Ashley's not here, and even if she was here, she hadn't seen the movie yet, mm-hmm. we yep. just heard. So Dave and I had, but the problem <laughs> is we don't... Like, Dave didn't take notes, you were saying? Really? I only I took limited notes. I watched it this morning, and you don't even remember watching this. I don't remember. Uh, some of the notes I'm reading, I deleted, because I'm like, I don't remember why I wrote that. Yep. And so we were both counting on Ashley to show up today with all of her bubbly enthusiasm and non-dementia brain or whatever was wrong yep. with us middle-aged guys. Uh, but alas. Here we so, are. So here you are, audience. It's just Dave and I, like the old days, yep. a bunch of confused middle-aged men who aren't sure what's happening. To tell you all about the movie, we... Have a ghost. Have a ghost. <laughs> We have a ghost. I'm ready yeah. for this, Dave. Are you? Despite well, the fact not, that I'm not ready. You just actually just spent five minutes saying how none ready. Well, I just you girded my loins. Okay, and your now loins. I'm ready. Are, your girded loins. Okay. Um, well, let's let's do the synopsis from Netflix then. Uh, the discovery that their house is haunted by a ghost named Ernest makes Kevin's family a social media sensation. But when Kevin and Ernest get to the bottom of the mystery. Of Ernest's past, they become targets of the CIA. Oh my God! It's the CIA is involved with everything. I have man. so much to say about the CIA being the involved CIA. in this movie. So weird. Um. Yep. All right. Well, what's your synopsis, okay. Dave? Okay. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis now. We have a ghost explores some difficult questions. Why? Would a massive attic in Chicago have absolutely no insulation in it? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. How does the municipal government allow a registered historical property to fall into such disrepair? And how many endings does one movie need? <laughs> I swear to God, the top of my list is the insulation question. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. Okay, here we, here's mine. For a movie that I didn't necessarily like, I sure laughed a lot. I'm not sure if this was <laughs> terrible or good, funny or hackneyed. Am I a good or a bad person for liking this? <laughs> Did I even like it? Who am I? What is this movie? Can someone please get me a glass of wine? <laughs> so I really vacillated between having a great time. Yeah, you wildly vacillated. And, and thinking it's the worst thing I've ever seen. There's... We watched it in two goes. So for the first oh. half of the movie on day one, I'm like, this is hilarious. And then we came back and watched it. And on the next day, I'm like, oh, this isn't good. So I'm wondering if like I went through like a... There was points you, th- you said this was hilarious, like in a like, there there were really funny jokes hilarious. Yeah. And Interesting. I, I was like, there's nothing, I wasn't on any weird substance. Like <laughs> the, nothing strange had happened in my life. So I don't know if I was just in a it's good mood. It's been sunny a lot lately. It might've fi- been. I a... find him in a much better mood. I think it's because the light is changing. Yeah. So, so on day that. one, the light was good. So yeah. I laughed a lot. Day two is a little overcast and I didn't like it. Okay. Is that, I think I have to reframe my whole life as. Just, just adjust your television washing to your seasonal affected disorder, basically. That's what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. That's exactly it. Yeah. So everything on this podcast up until now needs the caveat of. Like, oh, it was overcast when we watched it, so please take this with a grain of salt. Yeah, so maybe we'll just put one of those little weather forecast icons up by the <laughs> podcast, right. like a sun or a little partially overcast. Yeah, or, so yeah. for the first half of this movie, sunny, second half, overcast. That's that's the reaction you're about to hear. Okay. Um. So what did you like, though? There must have been something you liked. This was okay. Obviously, you, you thought it was hilarious, you I, said. I laughed a lot, Dave. Really? 
Um, I'm trying to figure out, okay, why did I laugh? Well, I like Tig Notaro. Again, Tig Notaro's in a movie. They keep dropping Tig Notaro <laughs> in movies. They just keep putting her in these movies, and again, somewhat like she was CGI'd into the movie. Yeah. But anyway. I, I don't know. There's just somebody in Hollywood who's just got, like, on his desk, he's just got this Tig Notaro button. He's like, something's not working. <laughs> Tig Notaro shows up, and, there's, and then she just comes into the movie, and everyone's like, ooh, Tig Notaro. Yeah, that's... That's interesting. And like an emer- like an emergency bat phone to yeah. take it <laughs> Can we get you in here? You're a CIA agent. Yeah. Um, so I just, I like her. She makes me laugh at the end. Although she didn't do anything particularly funny. She was almost in a serious role, almost. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I thought, I kept digging for the humor in it, but I think you're right. I think she was in a serious role in this. Yeah. So I laughed a lot at stupid Little things, I think, and I, I didn't even write many of them down, which is a bummer. But like, there was one scene when like the the two brothers were in the kitchen, and Kevin says something annoying, and the other brother just chucks an orange in his head. Yeah, like just whips, whips it, at, it him. at him, and yeah. and it, I laughed because it just out of nowhere, just this orange violence, <laughs> and it made me laugh very much. Um, I don't know. Uh. I'm just I, looking at my list. I can't come up with a single scene that was actually funny, but I still laugh. But for some reason, you were chuckling through this whole thing. I was thing. chuckling, yeah. I like the house. It was cool. Yeah, I, that was on my list. The house. I have a lot to say about the house. I'm, yeah, we'll definitely get back to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked the Kevin character. He's sort of nerdy, and he plays guitar, although that really doesn't really come up very often, just a little no. bit. So that was interesting. I like that the neighbor girl was Japanese. I like she had some jokes about that, about like having to deal with like stupid racism in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so that was that felt kind of real. There were some things in this that were like, especially when Ernest come like this is filmed and then it yeah. goes out on social media and then you get all this like mishmash of social media reactions yeah. and it's all the spectrum where we get to like ghost rights and then there's like people who are trying to like I don't know like it, all of those reactions felt of the now. Oh, 100%. felt like the as of yesterday, basically. Yeah. Which which when I was watching, I was wondering, I wonder if in like 10 years, how that will play out. Like you watch this movie in 10 years, if it still exists, right? Um, if if people like, if we'll look back fondly on that. Remember that era whenever anything happened, it all got posted and millions of people would like weigh in on it and on a screen and talk at a screen. It's a like, good question, Dave. Like, is this... There's your. I think your instinct is right. There's no way the the world will function like this in a decade. There'll be something. Else. I don't think so. And I just wonder because, like, we look back at these '90s movies all the time. And go, oh yeah, that was the way it was back in the '90s, right? Yeah. I'm wondering if like millennials will be talking to their kids, going, yeah, well that was or Gen Zs. Well, yeah, that we was the TikTok. way it was. Yeah, whenever anything happened, we There's just felt like we had to get on there and talk about it to tell everyone. Yeah, anyway. and it'll seem old, like old fashioned and dumb. Maybe yeah. I don't know. It's hard to know. But, but it is of the now. It and is so, so. This is very, very current. Very so, current. So in that sense, if there was a ghost and it was on the internet, I feel like that's exactly how the internet would respond to it. So yep. I kind of enjoyed that. I like the analogy of the ghost is kind of like a stripper, and that like he <laughs> can touch you, yeah, but you he... can't touch it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was actually kind of funny. Yeah, like that's good. That's a good writing. Yep. Um. I don't know. When the mom screamed when she saw the ghost. Yes. And she had this crazy scream and then everyone imitated it. Or yeah. And then everybody's doing the TikToks. And then the part where he, he runs to the wall and everybody's doing like doing the, the wall, wall challenge. challenge. And I'm like, that's exactly what would happen. It's exactly. Right? Yeah. That felt very, that felt very good. But also the, like the mom, the actor of the mom, I have no idea who this woman is. I don't remember her from anything. No. Uh, but I liked, so there's something funny about her screaming and her acting. So there's a lot of the mom acting that I quite enjoyed. Right. And I also, uh, I also enjoyed the old guy, the actor of the old guy. Remember the old guy who turns out to be the murderer? Oh, 100%. He's down on my list as the best actor in this whole oh, thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And when so that I that him scene up, with him when they go find him in wherever the hell it is, I'm Oklahoma. Like, he's I'm acting like, in a different movie. Yeah, a really good movie. Yeah, he's like, he's like you know, the, the sinister gangster in some serious yeah. drama, right? Like, he was good. So yeah, he was a very good actor, and he, he's a he's an older man, and he's been in a thousand things. I forget his name. I should have looked it up, but like he's been in a lot of very good movies. Yeah, and he's a stage actor. Like he's a good actor. Oh, he was like professional. Right yeah, out of the, right it's out of the true. Gate. And the rest of these, I don't know what these guys are doing. <laughs> no, but but he was great. I and I like the mom. Um, and I just like the fact that the old that old guy had killed Ernest, and that was sort of the plot point. Yeah, it wasn't like 
super deep or anything, but it was good. Yeah. I liked Jesus Christ yeah. as one of the characters at the house <laughs> chasing after Ernest. <sighs> anyway, just it's all a bunch of small, tiny things that made me laugh. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't recall laughing once during this. Oh, no. But it, was... it takes a lot for, for me to laugh. Like, it has to really hit me from left field. Like, I got, because I, so much of this, I'm like, sort of anticipating what the next thing is going to be. Yeah. And the Jesus Christ thing, I was like, of course, there's a guy dressed like Jesus, right? I mean, if that's what you'd have, right? I guess. I don't know. That's such a, a tropey thing. Uh-huh. But, but anyway, um, the house. I love the house. Yeah. That, that must have been a, a special built house for, like, as a set, right? It must have been. I, I couldn't tell if it was CGI'd from the outside. I mean, obviously, they did a lot of work to, like, make it look shabby, right, yeah. for the opening scene. But, yeah, like, a really, it, it was really out of place in that neighborhood, if you looked around the rest of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So it was odd, right? It was a very interesting house. But, like, uh, yeah, like, the everything was right about it. The dimensions, you know, the like, the corbels on it. It had all the, Wait, like... what's deck, a corbel? Those, like, uh, big brackets. Those big, like, uh, they're like a big curvy bracket that okay. hold things yep. up. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Um, they had like, uh, cut shingles on it, you know, like diamond cut shingles and that yeah, was beautiful, beautiful. Well, I was, but I, I was thrown by the attic. The proportions didn't seem right. I kept flicking. I actually had to stop and flick back and forth to the outside and get an outside perspective view. Cause then when they were inside this attic, it, it seemed like huge. it seemed too, the roof seemed too high. And I was like, well, what's going on here? Right. I was trying to figure out where the first floor and oh so God. I really spent a lot of time looking at the house. And then when they did the first walkthrough, and all the paneled walls, even the bathroom. She goes, oh, this is all original tile and something. But it had all these, like, you know, I'm assuming, like, hardwood, like, paint wall paneling mm-hmm. and stuff. And, yeah, it was a beautiful old house. It was cool. I wonder yeah. if it was a real house, parts of it, at least. I'm not sure. Not I the mean, attic. I'm sure that was a lot of A lot of set work to make it look cool. Like so, good nice. job, people on the house. But, I mean, while we're here about the insulation, I mean, that's got to be a grumbling gripe. But, like, let's talk about that for a second. Because I noticed that immediately. There was no insulation in the floors between no. the attic and the downstairs because they panned up yeah there's no insulation in the in the no. attic itself in yeah. any way whatsoever yeah and I, that struck me as crazy yes but then i thought about the house that i grew up in 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 vermont yeah which was an older farmhouse probably 19th century mm-hmm. and it had an attic not dissimilar to this pretty steep slope yeah um and it did, absolutely did not have insulation. There's no way that attic had insulation. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember it quite clearly. And so it was similar to this, which seems insane now. Like I'm sure yeah. whoever owns that house now has insulated it because that's <laughs> insane, right? But like this, even with this house, like it seemed even less insulated somehow. There's more surface areas. There's something going on. Yeah, and at some point they kept going to the attic, and it looked like there was light shining through one of the roof planes. Yeah, like, are there like right. shingles missing? Like what's going on there, right? Because then there's another scene is raining, but it's not leaking at all. But we're kind of led to believe this is kind of a decrepit house. But it went from looking really nice. And the opening shot, and this is one year later, and they pull up, and it's just like the shutters are falling. It's like it's been through a hurricane. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty common around here to find houses without too much insulation in it, but you'd usually probably that floor would be insulated at least, at least the right? floor, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So awesome job, house. House was cool. House was cool, yep. Um, anything else on your list that you liked? Uh, I got a lot of stuff about the house, but mostly we covered it. <laughs> um, oh, I David Harbour, the the uh, the yeah. guy who plays Ernest. I, I like him as an actor. We, we're all big Stranger Things fans okay. here. Um, I think for a non-speaking role, he could have really hammed it up, but I think he uh, he did a pretty good job, you know, of like conveying emotions with his facial expressions yep he was a good pick for this as a as Ernest guy yeah uh, fun for him yeah i don't know i didn't have a whole lot but i didn't really i guess i was i I, i'm pretty fresh off this if i had more time to think about it i could probably come up with more but having watched it i kind of left a a sour taste in my mouth a little bit so okay well i want to find out why so i guess we move on that's it for you yeah you were raving so much about it though that's what i'm saying i'm so torn as to whether or not i hated it or loved it because like i i admittedly laughed and then i'm looking at my notes about the things i like and i don't have that much so what was happening in my life i don't know i think i was sober i think this says a lot i think this is that kind of movie it's the kind of movie where you can sort of it's it's not compelling enough that you can't get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of it. Yeah, you know, like that's it's right. it's it's kind of it's sort of interesting, but it's not that interesting. This but is it's, 
It's just a borderline. I thing. think there's three levels to movies, and it's based on getting up to go to the bathroom. Yes. There's level one. Justin's Justin's uh, levels of <laughs> toileting for. Yeah, it's my pee pee movie rating. Yeah. So if you have to pee in the middle of the movie and it's dire, yeah. let's say you can't you can't hold it. Yeah. Movie number one. This movie, you can get up and go pee and come back whenever. You're not in a hurry to pee. You don't ask the person to do anything, deposit or whatever. Yep. You just go, come back, and you're like, I'm not missing anything. It's fine. Yes. That's that's level one basic, not a very good movie. Right. Level two is you really need to pee, but you want to know what's going on. So you go to the bathroom, but you turn up the volume really loud so you can still hear what's Over going on. Over the sound of your urination. Yes. Yeah, so it's yeah. got to be louder than the, the piddle, piddle sounds. Yes. And then level three is you have to pause it. Yeah, I don't want to miss a second. Don't want to miss this. a second. So yeah, this was a level one pee-pee movie. Uh, yeah, thanks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think that's it. I think that's why you're kind of ambivalent about it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was a level one. Did you actually get up and go, well, you watched it in two sessions, so you didn't yeah, really- Yeah, exactly. So yeah, even with I wanted the, to take a nap. Yeah, even with a bladder of your condition, you probably didn't need to pee during that first session. Even with my old man prostrate, <laughs> pressing on the urethra, I still- <laughs> Yes, I'm not going to talk more about that. Um, okay, right. well, let's let's grumble a bit about this thing. Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm going to tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me. Okay, so um, what have you got? Well, I know you're a fan of Tignataro, and I sort of like, you know, I, I, I have nothing against Tignataro. She's uh -oh. good. But I just, I don't understand why they keep putting her in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it does it does seem like that. It seems like it's there's a, somewhere. Just hit the button. It's just like the, because this is weird. This is like three movies almost in a row that well, yeah. we've just seen her just plopped into a role that just seems like it wasn't made for her, but it wasn't. It, it doesn't really seem like she's the appropriate person for the nope, role. Not but necessarily. She but she pulls it off perfectly. She's it's fine. She's just take Notaro in a movie. Yeah, it's it's not like, oh, I'm, I've I've forgot who this person is, right? Because she's so this character. She's, oh, yeah. It's not like she... Do, yeah, I can't even yeah, recognize her. Her process her isn't... So yeah. No, it's just like, oh, here's take Notaro. And it's almost like... Whatever that character is, now you just don't take that character seriously, right? Because it's, it's yeah, just Tignataro. Yeah, you can't not see Tignataro pretending yeah. to be a CIA agent. So I don't know what the Tignataro principle is, but something's but it, going on there. It's, I swear to God, it's just like this This movie is just, it's missing something. It doesn't, just put Tignataro in there. And it doesn't matter what role. Yeah. She could have been the ghost. She could have been one of the sons, like, you know what I mean? In the oh, family. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it, just put her in there. Just put her in there, and then it, she'll just be standing there drinking a cup of coffee, and you'll just be like, oh, it's I, don't have, I don't have to take any of this seriously now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying. The emergency Tignotaro does not always fit well, but it's always fun. Yeah. I found this too long. I'm not sure. You probably didn't experience that because you watched it in two goes. I think it was too long by yeah. a large... Like it really percentage. was there was some scene in, in the middle it got kind of draggy when they switched over to it being like a road movie well i have all that nonsense that's my main complaint yeah for the whole movie is like the middle part didn't need to be there at all why are they on a road trip why are the police chasing them like it's <laughs> like it's uh, um cannonball run like and here's a related movie. question why are the southern police chasing them my understanding is you're heading like west, like they're going to Oklahoma or somewhere. Like maybe they're in. Where are they? Are they in? Like, I don't know. They're, they're leaving Chicago. I think they on drove... their way to Oklahoma, and suddenly they've got this guy's got a deep southern drawl. Yeah, what are you doing there, son? Yeah, he's like, like son, get you better. Yeah, you I'm better like, get on did, did they there. take a wrong turn? Now they're in Georgia. Yeah, like, where yeah. are they? I think they drove onto a, a set of another movie that was filming <laughs> a different, a different movie altogether, and they're like. Oh, we're in the wrong spot. We'll just keep rolling. We'll just improvise some scenes with these cop cars. Which I thought was going to be playing into some kind of race thing, right? So they got this southern black cop who's going to like call them son and hassling them and stuff. And I'm just like, is this making some kind of comment? Or I is don't, this just like... No, they were just... They just wanted a chase scene. <laughs> they Like, there's nothing... You love a good car chase, oh, I don't hated you? it. <laughs> I, well, there's so much to say about why it, it was dumb. Right. Uh, first of all... They're just taking a road trip with Ernest to go find this guy. Yeah. Like, why are they justifying kicking a police officer in the balls <laughs> and, and committing a felony, assaulting a police officer, and then driving away and, like, endangering people? Like, they could have killed someone. They might have killed someone. Yeah. But for what? Just to... 
Just to what? They were just trying to drive down the road. Why are they in a fight, fight or flight with the police? Well, and, and to further add to your thesis that this whole scene didn't need to be in here, there's that scene in the library in the opening where where the where his his friend the neighbor girl comes over and she like within tw- you know what does she have twenty into? seconds she's yeah. like into some mainframe and yeah. she's hacked something what is she hacking from the from the school library yeah. computer right and she's like in there and she's done all this so all of a sudden she he's like are you a hacker and she goes oh and then she's got this whole documentation and I'm like. Why didn't you just find this guy that you're trying to find in Oklahoma the same way, right? Just phone him up. Just call him up. Like he's, she, he's an old guy. He's probably got a phone number. Yeah, I don't know what she hacked into some Chinese mainframe. <laughs> I don't know what she's hacking into. Like some foreign. I don't like. It was weird, but like she could have just like reverse look up a phone number or something. Or like, they have a picture of a guy. Google like this guy yeah. must have a picture on Google. Google weird. image search him. So, I don't know. So they go, but but again, that doesn't explain the stakes of why they need to kick a police officer in the balls to get where they're going, right? Because it's necessary to kick a police officer in the balls. It's insanity. Insanity. Anyway, or or why was the CIA involved in this at all? Yes. I thought anything that happens like on you're an American, but anything that happens on American soil, isn't that like FBI territory? That is correct. And then CIA is responsible for things that happen outside yes, of the country. That's correct. It, it's something from the outside the CIA the CIA is involved with. So right. it could be aliens, I suppose, but like definitely foreign foreign and in, infringement on the state. Right. But I don't know, I guess a ghost must fall into the CIA's purview because it's not an American Maybe, but the ghost was American. So the real question is, who has jurisdiction over this ghost? The FBI or the CIA? They didn't even address that controversy, Dave. Yeah, and how did it trickle down to like this southern cop? He's and all of a sudden the the CIA is putting out APBs on these these people and the ghost. So the southern cop shows up and finds them. Yeah, You're the ghost boy. It's like I thought this was all hush hush CIA yeah, business. Exactly. Right? Suddenly everyone knows about this kid. Yeah. There's a lot of confusing of the different levels of American intelligence and law enforcement in this. <laughs> like, I feel like it didn't address like state versus local cops, CIA, FBI, who has jurisdiction, who's running the show. Yeah, it was weird. But like this, but the whole plot line where they're like, we have to capture Ernest and put him in this weird ghost cage, and then obviously try and weaponize him because what else does the U.S. government do but weaponize things? Yeah. Um, why was it even in the movie? Because it didn't matter to anything. No. Because, like, he gets captured and then gets released and everything goes back to normal. Like, you didn't have to have it in right. the movie. It's just, a, again, I think maybe they hit the Tig Notaro emergency button. Yeah. And they're like, well, who could Tig Notaro play? And they looked at the script and they're like, well, we don't really have a good role for her. We're just going to make up a whole new thing. Oh, she should be a CIA agent. Oh, that's cool. And then, boom. Because yeah. it didn't belong in the movie. Well, that's one of my main complaints about this. And I think that's why I left a sour taste in my mouth. Is there's so many characters in here where they tried they tried to like just try to get a bunch of exposition in to make these characters interesting but then they didn't have enough to maintain like even tignataro's character like she's gotten to this point she's writing a book you know she's like she's out of the cia maybe i don't know she was out and back in yeah and she kind of says this little thing oh it was heartbreaking you know it was uh that i got kicked out and the program ended and and then she's got all this stuff in her in her in her uh, apartment, some kind of electro, all this electronic equipment never really gets explained. Yeah. She's like a ghost hunter, ghostbuster, but they never talk. They, they don't, don't know anything yeah, about Yeah, so her. it's like, the, you know, instead of just bringing this character in, having her like two-dimensional, which is probably a problem too, they bring her and they try to make her multi-dimensional, but they don't explain any of this stuff that's going on. Yeah. They don't give her enough time on the screen to actually, any of the stuff to stick to her. No. They just kind of throw out her. And even this project she's working on, which has been mothballed for 20 years or mm-hmm. whatever, just is instantly up and running again, right? Yeah, it's weird. They needed 30 more minutes or an hour more of, of Tignataro in her character, at which point just have a different movie about her, her life. Make it separate from this movie about Ernest. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much to say. Um, why? I don't like the fact that you always, when a family is on a movie, in a movie, a Disney family, whatever family, like they're always like fundamentally hating on each other. You know what I mean? Right. Like the son and the dad's relationship is so broken. Why right. does it have to be that way? Can't we just have a family that gets along for once on a movie? Yeah. And, and on that too, I don't know if that ever re- really got explained to my satisfaction. Like Why they had a rift. It seems like 
they're trying to make the data to be a flake, right? Like they kind of mention a couple of things. He got involved. He goes, well, that's just like Houston. And he goes, well, that was a pyramid scheme. And that was and all it, just telling and not showing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and then he's got this, these erectile pills that turned out to make everybody diarrhea yeah, or something. That seemed crazy. But he doesn't play that character, right? No, he, no. Lo- he looks like a competent, caring individual Correct. who's like trying to take care of his family. But then they trying to portray him as the reason they ended up in this like beautiful home is because he's like an idiot and he's it's wasted true. all their money either they did the right i mean obviously there was no writing because they didn't show us any of that they just yeah. told us he was it was but like maybe the casting was wrong because the actor seemed very competent and charming well they used a marvel character exactly. to try he's and a make a, a flaky goofball like deadbeat guy yeah. or something right so that yeah that didn't play out that that relationship and then there was like an 18 and a half hour speech that the dad gives to the son <laughs> that speech went on for so long where he's like i'm sorry you're actually a better person than me son yeah and then that, i guess it's all fixed after that but i, I don't know i'm not really sure what led to that or like nothing changed with the dad really well even the son tries to explain to the other girl when they're in the she's talking about her parents and being asian i guess and how it's in their culture and she's driven and her parents are just making her do all this stuff which which sounded like chinese culture to me not japanese culture like this this drivenness to like do great at school yeah sort of the tiger mom mom trope i don't know associate that with japan as much as i associate that with china which is weird but that's okay what do i know i'm just random white guy and he's and he starts to talk about his father situation but he he just talks in these vague generalities like he doesn't say and then my dad did this and then we had to leave houston because this happened he just kind of says he goes i don't know my dad just never seemed to this he didn't we never really got you don't really you know and it just was all a bunch of vagueness and i didn't really get any of it And it was the crux of their relationship and the movie supposedly and yet it wasn't explained like tignataro's character it was there's too much time given to other nonsense i think yeah oh my gosh um so there's so many other problems I have here. So the kid's assaulting a police officer. Why is there a car chase scene? Uh, I don't understand the rules of physics as they apply to Ernest. Oh, yeah. I thought that would get under your skin. Yeah. like I, like I was like, Justin good... will not watch this and be like, I will let this pass. No, it bugged me. Because yeah. I'm like, sometimes he can. Well, first of all, the sort of like, what are ghosts? In what frame? You know what I mean? What are yeah. we dealing with here? Is this a Christian thing? Is this a non-Christian thing? where what is a ghost doing it's this everyone knows a ghost has unfinished business and have to move on why is this a truth why why don't we examine that what does that mean where does that come from unaddressed let alone the physics of why he can pass through some things but not other things also annoying and seemingly just like it could be whatever there are no rules at any moment he can do anything he can change his form Right, like he, he, his head falls off or whatever the hell goes on. Yeah. So what is what is going on? And, and if there is one, are there? Why aren't there more? Right? Yes. Why is he the first ghost ever? Yeah. Why is he the first ghost ever? And and yeah, none of that really gets. They have this great opportunity, right? Suddenly, somebody's photographed a real ghost. There's a real ghost in the world, right? And so that could have been a whole other movie in itself. Like, what does that mean now? Yeah. For are there ghosts everywhere, right? And does everybody have a ghost? You know, that could have been a whole thing. The internet now, they're all posting pictures of their own ghosts they found in their own attic or whatever, right? But it never really, just like, oh, yeah, there's a ghost. There's yeah. just one of them, though. And everyone's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's, yeah, he is a ghost. And so that would, should collapse the world. Like the yeah. whole, all of society should be like, oh, my God, the afterlife is real. Right. Right? That, 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 there should be a crisis of faith for every religion about what this means. And people, like world spiritual leaders should be trying to figure out and like, academics will be there asking him questions nope mostly they just make tiktok videos and then the cia tries to arrest and him. a so, small crowd gathers outside their house yeah, exactly, yeah so it's the most important it'd be like jesus coming back you know what yeah. i mean and everyone's like nah whatever, whatever we'll just jesus go get a hamburger we'll talk later you know it didn't make sense yeah um I'll, there was a, okay the kids are on their unnecessary road trip, having kicked a police officer in the balls. Yep. They go to, they steal a hotel key, and they go yep. into a hotel room. Right. I don't know how old these kids are. What right. are they? Sixteen? Something like that. Old enough to drive. Old enough to drive, but not old enough to be like in any way adult. Right. Uh, so they're there in the room, and they look over next door, and then, first of all, there's like. A, people in like furries like they're furries there's an octopus furry yeah. and they're doing some weird <laughs> that shit was, why that was bizarre why though why have that yeah i don't know that was just totally insane for no reason <laughs> anyway then they go back to the, to the they're on the bed and then Ernest 
an old dead man ghost yeah. is like trying to get this kid to have sex with her. Apparently, I think the furries must have got him a little bit randied right. up. I'm not well, sure yeah. what happened. There. It was a scene where whether or not they were going to have sex, he was just trying to get him to like make a move, whatever that means. He's trying to get this kid and this girl together. Yes. In a hotel room, and they're sort of receptive to it, and then like they fall asleep <laughs> together, and like they're sort of kind of touching, and he's just lingering there. He's it th- was pervy <laughs> as all hell. There's no way you can make that scene good. Right. Or romantic. Yeah. An old man trying to get these two kids to have sex in a hotel yeah. is inherently creepy. Yeah, which just makes your the whole voyeuristic aspect of being a ghost, right? He could have just wandered through that entire yeah. motel, just like hanging out and lurking on people. Watch the octopus yep. next door has to... But like, because <laughs> of the weird furries next door doing their stuff, it yeah. sets up this kind of weirdness about... Oh, very weird, yeah. Very and then awkward. The, and so like, that was... I was actually kind of getting a little aghast when they, because the, the next scene from that is that the camera's panning across the floor and it shows like their sneakers and I their thought... pants. And I was like, oh my God, mm. are they going to be like lying there in bed with no clothes on? And then he's like sitting there next to them looking That's at That's what them. I mean. Everything about that was wrong. I don't know who was thinking this would be a good idea. Is this a kid's movie? That was weird. That was a bit strange. Uh, yeah. So I did not like that. Yeah. Um... Um, why does the guy, and maybe I missed a beat here, but why does the old guy come back? To why kill. Do, yeah, why does he come back to kill the kid? Does he misunderstand that the kid thinks that, because the kid doesn't know that he, he did any of this. Dave, it's, it has got to be the biggest, craziest question of this movie. Right. Why is this old man, who's now maybe or maybe not been found out to be the murderer, mm-hmm. have to do anything? Why does he drive all the way back to murder the child? Because, because my only thing is he must assume that the kid knows, but the kid, kid gave him no indication that he knows that this guy killed none at the all. Ghost. I don't and, think and, so. And there would even if he suspected that that kid kn- knew, does he also then suspect that that kid told no one? He's the only person with this information, and so he drove back just to murder a child. <laughs> because he thinks that like that seems none of the explained the motive of this man to drive that far and i from, was worried about his wife i'm like his, his poor wife like, yeah, who's, who, feeding who's her? looking after the wife back in oklahoma he's like 500 yeah. miles from home why, here why do they even have the wife character with the stroke at all that seemed odd i don't know it, the, so the the i did not like that i like yeah. the, the i like that actor I didn't understand the fight because he's clearly 99 years old. And so like he can like get in a fist fight with a child and a ghost. You've and... got like three able-bodied men yeah, who are armed running. with bats and clubs who are, and, who are running. And and this guy bests them all because they just keep running away from him, right? He's like, get yeah. your mother up to the room, right? He's like, no, oh, yeah. get over here and jump on this guy with me. It's really not that hard, dude. <laughs> like I'm only in my 40s and like I'm pretty like fragile. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't be able to take them on. This guy, the guy had 50 years on me i know he's gonna break a hip just like blowing at him i know i know and that, he, he just he was moving a lot slower in his apartment when they went to visit him or in his sure. house right uh so uh, so many uh yeah why do they have laser sights on their guns when the cia goes in the house laser sights on guns is that is that standard cia uh... i don't i don't think anyone does that anymore they used to do that in the uh, old terminator movies yeah exactly <laughs> it just seemed weird Oh my lord! Um, and, I, and I didn't understand the the weaponry she has, right? So Tignataro well, gets yeah. her weapons out of mothballs, you know. Or, yeah, you know, and they work on people. They sort of work on people. They also do something to ghosts that puts ghosts in pain, so ghosts can feel pain. Oh, there's a lot of questions along these, like the nature of consciousness and oh my gosh, sentience. And yeah, I didn't. Th- what were because like the proton accelerators from Ghostbusters were neat, and they spent some time explaining. How that, this works, the At least science. like their nuclear blah, blah, blah. And and you're just like, okay, I believe that these things could exist and hold a ghost, sure. But these these weapons were just like blue, and then you shoot a ghost and it's like, ow! And that's it. Yeah. That's all we knew about them. Yeah. A little bit of explanation. Again, another hour-long movie involving Tignotaro's character to explain the physics would be great. Yep. Um, I didn't understand the economics of this. Like okay. the, the family arrives, right? Yes. So they arrive for starters, everything in this movie, I thought, oh, this is set in the past. Cause when they drive into the neighborhood, all the vehicles are kind of like 
early 2000s, late 90s. I was like, oh, this is a movie in the past, right? They mm. drive in like a Jeep Cherokee, an older style Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. Um, all the cars parked nearby are older cars, like older sedans. Yeah, you know, there's there are older cars everywhere. I'm like, okay, this is set, you know, in the early 2000s. They come to the house. You know, the house is not that great. And they say, well, why is it so cheap, right? So I'm like, okay, well, they're getting a bargain on this house. But they have movers come. And then immediately they're all sitting there on like iPhones and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, no, this is today. Yep. Today times. And then they're talking about, you know, uh, you know, this is going to be our big next big chance, right? Our new start. And then the son makes some comment about how many new starts or is yeah. this that. So I'm like, okay, what's happening here, right? But I'm like, well, they're, they're clearly fairly well to do. All the kids have all the devices. They're all wearing like jewelry and stuff. And then the the, the brother pulls up in like a Dodge Challenger, like a you know, like an a, expensive car, a, a twenty eight, you know, maybe thirty thousand dollar car. And I'm like, what's this? He's in high school. Like, why is he driving this car? And then the, there's one point the dad's sitting there and he's got like a name tag on it, like he's working at like a fast food restaurant or something did you notice that no i missed that one scene he's there he's just like a like a, a name tag with his name on it when he first comes up with the idea of let's post these videos so now okay they're making all this money i just didn't understand what was going on these people and then they he comments somewhere like well we don't have any money all our money's tied up in this house but i'm like well your wife doesn't seem to work like what's going what is on she here doing? Yeah. what does she do like what's the happen- kids are both in school yeah, so. but the, of course, the uh, the older brother looked like he was about 28, right? But, yeah, and then he went to college in the next scene or whatever. So yeah, so I didn't old. understand like what was going on. Because no. they, they introduced it as a motivator, right? Like, why why, why are we putting this ghost thing? Like, the father's motivation was money, right? Yeah. His motivation was money. But there money. was no explanation as to why. Yeah, like, did they, are they destitute? You know, is this, like, we need this money in order to... It also, also, I wonder, like, because he became famous with this ghost in the matter of days and was getting sponsorship deal, but, like, how quickly is money coming in from, like, if you have, like, a YouTube channel? Like, when think... are they cutting you checks or whatever? Well, I think, yeah, I don't have to get a whole advertising deal set up yeah, and all that. Yeah, suddenly and... he's, like, he's on the phone with his agent or whatever. Like, <laughs> that all happened within the matter of hours. Like, I'm not sure that that's how it works. They're probably still... You yeah. know, they still have to pay their bills. Did he quit his Burger King job or whatever the hell job he's... I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like there was so much stuff that they just tried to steamroll into this thing. Mm. And would it be better just to like have ignored it completely and not try to put it in there? Because now it all needs an explanation, yeah. right? If you take out the CIA, you take out the car chase scene, and then yep. you just spend more time explaining this family. Right. You know, and then follow the, the you know, and then also the getting rich from the TikToks or whatever. That would have been more compelling. Yeah, you've got enough stuff in there for like three different movies, right? Like you're trying to do E.T. with like the government trying to get hold of the ghost. Exactly. That's a whole other movie, right? And then just the in- inner dynamics of this family and a ghost. Even the inner dynamics of the family. Like what's going on with the brother? Yes. Like what does wh- the mom do? What does the mom do? What does the dad do? What is his track record? What led him to this point? Yeah, what happened know? in wherever, yeah, Oklahoma or wherever that was? The brother seems to have some kind of Instagram thing going. He's yeah. taking pictures of himself. We don't know anything out. about the brother. Yeah. Other so, than he's vain, that's yeah. the only thing we get. I don't know. There just seemed like there was they were trying to just do too much at the same time. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Well, that's it for my list of complaints. Really, that's that's pretty much it for me. I feel bad sometimes. We just complain too much. I mean, just well, to, just again, to be fair, we could never make a movie. Oh yeah, Dave. I w- again, if someone tignotaroed me into this movie, I would yeah. be like, "This is the greatest day of my life. Here yeah. I am. I've made it." Yep, hundred percent. I'd be. I'd love it. Mm-hmm. So again, you're right. Uh, but I mean, we're legitimate to criticize as viewers. We watch watch a lot of stuff, and these are our impressions. Yep. Uh, what about something that didn't need to be in here? This didn't need to be in there. Why, oh, why did they include this scene? This didn't need to be in there. Tell me, what were they thinking? Well, for me, anything involving the CIA or capturing Ernest or the kids on the road trip, I honestly think it was just bonkers to have any of that in the movie. No kicking yeah. the police officer in the balls. You don't think it... Yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody needed to get their nuts kicked in in this no, movie. No. <laughs> totally insane. Did not fit in this movie at all. Yeah. And Taking the tower should have been someone else, the psychic or the, a neighbor or something. Put her yeah. in the movie. Give me more Tig Notaro being Tig Notaro for no reason, but just not a CIA agent. Yeah, well, mine would be, there were too many endings, of course, in this movie. Like, there was the the, the daughter being, you know, at the lake with, with this guy, the daughter who hasn't seen this guy since she was four years old, probably doesn't even remember him, but nope. then they have this connection at the lake. That was an ending. 
Another ending where he's up in the attic with his girlfriend, mm. with, with the neighbor, and they're having this big goodbye moment, even though he's moving like five miles away. Right. It's not like he's moving back to no, wherever. Dave, right? we live fi- more than five miles away. I know. We and every time we part, we don't like hold hands and stare <laughs> into each other's eyes. So, Dave, and be like, I'm going to miss you until Tuesday. Yeah. And it's probably likely that they're going to see each other later this afternoon in school, <laughs> right? Like they're probably still going to, they're probably still in the same school district, right? So that's just like, what is going on here? They're trying to create this. I mean, they had to close that relationship yeah. out somehow, but um, and the attic close out the attic, I guess. But it just that that didn't need to be in there. I no. don't think. Yeah. What about something you wished you were in? I wish I was in that scene. It's really freaking cool. Yeah, really freaking cool. I wish I was in that scene. Don't you? I wanted to be in that final scene with the daughter. Yeah. Just so that we remember what happened. Right. This ghost who who's lost his memory and can't speak is wearing a, a, a shirt that says Ernest. Yeah. Now, he's not Ernest. That's not his name. No. He The man who killed him was named Ernest and put that shirt on him. Right. So his murderer is named Ernest. Right. And yet throughout this movie... People continue to call him Ernest, including Kevin, the, the boy who's helping him, uh, even after learning his name's actually something else. I forget his name, Sam or something. Yeah. In the final moment, mm-hmm. when when the ghost is being dematerialized up into heaven or whatever religion we're, we're dealing with here, mm-hmm. the Kevin says, goodbye, Ernest. <laughs> and I wish I was on the beach next to that kid being like, he's not Ernest, you little shit. Like, you know his name. The last thing he's going to remember is being called the name of his murderer before he has <laughs> eternal sleep. What a dick move. Just use his name. Yeah, call him by his name. Yeah, I'd, so I would have been just down there just to shout out his real name, be like, no, it's okay. We know yeah. you're not Ernest. Oh, you're just the guy down there clam digging on the beach yeah, or exactly. something, right? That, that struck me as so, like, honestly, even for the writing of the movie, like, the yeah. more impactful thing would for, for Kevin to say the name, his real name. Goodbye. Yeah. Or his daughter, even. This was her father, right? Yeah. Wouldn't she even know? His, oh, she probably wouldn't know his name. She was like four years old. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. but insane. Anyway, that's that just, I wanted to be in that scene to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. I needed to be in this, whatever this cockamamie lab is, where it just seemed to be like this torture chamber they set up. <laughs> I'd be like, I have so many questions, man. Like, get every professional, every like PhD in any of this stuff. We need a physicist here. Yep. We need all these, we need biologists. We need everybody here, right? We need some religious leaders. We need to find out what the hell is going on. We don't need to be prodding this thing. Yeah. And like pointing guns at it, right? Like exactly. This, I mean, he's he's obviously aside from you know somebody getting kicked in the balls, there's no real threat to anybody. No, and again, like it's the most significant thing to happen to mankind yes, in the history this of our like, species. Yeah, and it's it's not like this is at this point is this isn't some kind of black op. This has been on like everybody's phone yeah. for the you know for, we all know. for weeks, right? We all know this thing exists. So now that it's like shit, you know, it's a shady black op. No, it's like need to know. It's like no, it isn't. Like this guy should be on like all the national talk yeah. show. Send him to the Vatican. Let the Pope talk to him or whatever. Yeah, work like, some crap out. Anyway, I needed to be in that lab just to kind of get everybody's priorities in order. <laughs> it just seemed like this is no, this is not the way to go about this. Anyway. Yep. No, makes. I agree with you. Yep. Yep. How well, about? Did you have any trivia? I had none. I was hoping Ashley would come in here with trivia like well, she always I, does. I'm going to save the day because I actually have some trivia. Oh my God! What is it? It's time for trivia. What do you know? I know something that I googled just now. Did you learn anything that I didn't know? I learned something that I googled just now. Uh, this is absolutely not related to the film. But it's <laughs> okay. It's like ghost trivia. So uh, uh, these are some haunted some places in Nova Scotia in our particular province mm-hmm. that have a history of hauntings or ghost sightings. This is exciting. Yeah. So Acadia University. The whole uh, university is haunted. Uh, no, one particular part of it. There was a girl who found out she was pregnant in the 19th century and hung herself in uh, the well, like a stairwell, I think, in the seminary house. Oh. Somebody can write in and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but because I just got it off of Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, people people recall, or people will say they've had sightings of this apparition or the, the lights flickering or, you know, 
Interesting. The usual ghost things, touches, unusual noises, sure, sounds, sure. voices. Uh, Bedford Basin, the actual entire Bedford Basin area of Halifax. The, the whole thing is haunted. Yep. By uh, what? Indigenous uh, ghosts, British uh, soldiers, Canadian soldiers, because it was a large staging area for both world wars. Um Oh, so just like anyone who's been in a war, they just sort of hang out in the basement? I guess so. People that have been killed around. They come back to there? I guess so. Yeah. Why wouldn't so, they go home? I don't know. Or like Bahamas. Go to, go on a beach vacation for <laughs> the rest of eternity. Why would you go to the fucking Halifax? Citadel Hill in Halifax, an old fortress. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Is that the whole thing again, just, haunting? Yeah, the haunting. People, people, I think people, whenever they're in places that have historical significance, are more susceptible, perhaps, to these sort of phenomena. So like lights flickering or weird sounds. Sure. Um, Seal Island, which is the extreme southwest part of Nova Scotia, down mm. in, by Yarmouth. Okay. Um, there was a shipwreck. The SS Ottawa sank in 1891. There was a stewardess, Anna Lindsay, who drowned on that ship. Mm-hmm. And she was buried next to the, the church in Seal Island. And they... Um, uh, the story is the the coffin was in, interred or interred. What do they call it when they dig it up? Oh and yeah, excavated. Ex- no no no, exhumed or exhumed, whatever. Exhumed. Exhumed. That's it. And it was discovered that she was buried alive. <gasps> so now you know there's a regular hauntings of her and the whole all these villages on Seal Island. Okay, that's good. Uh, and one last one is in Mahone Bay, Nova Scotia, sure. one of our more picturesque. Yep, down by Looneyburg. fishing villages. There was a uh, ship called the Young Teaser. Uh, schooner. Uh, it, it's called the the Burning Ghost Schooner. It, it had an explosion, oh. and often mariners will will, will uh, speak of seeing this burning schooner. Apparitions of it on the uh, the anniversary of its uh, sinking, which was like oh, 18, so 1831. It so it follows it follows the uh, the solar calendar. Yeah, exactly. The ghosts. Yeah, yeah the they, ghost. They, okay. It's very important. It's good. The solar calendar is very important in ghost culture. In the ghost world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, those are some hauntings in Nova Scotia. If you care to go check any of those out. Okay, I don't. Uh, okay. So that was fun. I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that was neat. I did. I've never heard of any of that, so that's quite interesting. Oh, there's they're all. I, when you look it up, there's all. I'm sure there's probably one in your hometown. And probably in one in this house. Yep. You probably. should start a ghost tour, Dave. I should. Yeah. Where you take people lucrative. to these places? Yeah. How do you? Where do you stand on ghosts? Hilariously, not a thing. Okay. No, I not you, even slightly. You're not even no energy or there's nothing. No. 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 Does it, well, it does. It, 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 Electromagnetic disturbance. No, doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Because it assumes it. No, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Biologically or in terms of physics, like because again, it assumes it's predicated on this notion of the soul, right? Yeah. Some magic ingredient that is sprinkled on presumably humans, but not other species, which is you know on its face bonkers. Why not ants? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and just. <clears throat> everything because i study cognition and intelligence and there's nothing you do not require magic to explain our behavior everything is explained through biological systems through the brain and the brain is the source of the behavior there's nothing on top of the brain so if the brain isn't there then there is nothing left that's how i i would understand it so therefore um i wouldn't subscribe to any <laughs> external magic of any kind that's specific to our kind of ape right that wouldn't be in other th- everything so um maybe there's a concept of a ghost that doesn't involve an individual soul but everything that you're talking about is like there was a human they died their magic soul lives on so that just doesn't compute with my understanding of the world number one but that's just my theoretical understanding number two would be empirical evidence it's always the same anything that is a um some of these crypto things like your Bigfoots, yep. your ghosts, your Loch Nesses or whatever, mm-hmm. the whole, they only exist in the world of a paucity of data. Like there, there just aren't any images for some reason, because right. that's the only world that they could occupy. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take much more than a photograph. Right. Or an earnest to show up. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, no, ghosts are, ghosts are real. Okay. That makes total sense. And then I'd have to recalibrate my worldview based on that. Wonderful. Yeah. But without anything along those lines, like I'm not against it as a concept, but like, you know, you could tell me magic, you know, give me an example of any magical thing. And I'll be like, okay, well, just show me the proof and then I'll change my mind. But no yep. proof, nothing. But You're that's just me, yep. big, cynical, poo-poo, wet blanket. What about yep. you? You've got, uh, you'll enter- entertain it a little more than I. Perhaps. Not really, no. But I think I, I, what always interests me is the physics, right? Like we only see a very minute amount of the light of the spectrum of 
actual like what we see as visible light like there's so much more going on in the electromagnetic spectrum i think that we have energy pulsing through us when we perish that energy doesn't perish with us energy can't be destroyed right so it goes somewhere else um i don't know i think if you were able to see the entire spectrum of light and energy you might see fluctuations in things when people die or maybe there may be traces of that energy dispersed over wide areas if a lot of people were to die in one area there might be a lot of energy i don't know well, okay. i don't know enough about it i'm just blowing it out my ass but well, that sounds that sounds not irrational. but i don't think uh, but in the whole terms of yeah this this person died and so now they're coming back into rattling chains and haunting the attic i don't think i don't think Seems that's weird. real at all well i think it's the, the the things that are from a science perspective which are really interesting are problems of like time and space time and yes. multiple dimensions those are things that have sort of theoretical frameworks behind them to say like yeah there may be multiple parallel dimensions that may or may not interact or or even things like, you know, dark matter and dark energy, things that we yeah. know exist that we can't really measure, but it has to be out there. So what does that even mean? What is it? So like, there's always room for that. Yeah. I just feel like ghosts as a concept is more related to our own personal psychology, which is our, our fear of not existing as individuals anymore and our drive to want to be immortal or eternal. Yeah, which I think to me it's just, 100%. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, and that it's... just seems like just childish human psychology. Right. The, the, I think the real world is probably more interesting than that. Um, yeah. So it's not impossible, but like, yeah, just for God's sake, just someone take a damn Polaroid of a ghost. Or just like, you got phones. Yep. I mean, just take a... Anyway. Yep. Yeah, poo-poo. Meh, ghosts aren't meal. Yep. So it's... what are we doing next week? Oh, Dave, you're going to gonna love it. Oh, great. Well, the number one show is still We Have a Ghost. Mm-hmm. The, uh, but the number one television show, Dave... Yes. Is sex slash life. Good Lord. It's back. Oh my sex God. Sex life is back. Now this was the one with the, the, the pool rooftop sex, oh, right? Oh, right. This isn't the one with the the gangster guy, the no, Corsican like, or whatever. The, the weird Eastern European one, you mean? Yeah. No, I think it's the, I think it's the rooftop sex where oh, you want to be a pool right. boy. Yes. Um. So now I don't know what even season we're on. But we're going to watch Sex Slash Life, whatever the new season is, episode Great. one. Wow. I'm going to have to do a refresher. Don't. Please. <laughs> don't go back and watch it. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a living nightmare. A living nightmare. And it's going to be awkward as hell. I can't I, wait. I'm going to be... I wish I was a dead ghost. That's going <laughs> to I want. Um, all right. Well, everybody, uh, thank you for your support and for listening. And please watch Sex Slash Life, whatever the new season is, episode one. Because that's yep. what we're doing. Or check us out on Instagram at why are people watching this? That's right. Or email us with why are people watching this at, at gmail.com. Uh, and Ashley's going to be so excited to know we're watching Sex Slash Life. She will. She's going to be awkward. It's going to be great. It'll be great. All right. Uh, there'll be penises. Oh, God. There will be. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Talk to you all soon. See ya. Okay, bye. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on whyarepeoplewatchingthis.com. There's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.